Simon? It is, one of the men said, then gesturing toward Kate's midsection. And congratulations, I heard you and Gabe finally caught up with each other. He dipped his head toward his brother. Do you remember Aiden? Sort of. We all hung out on the beach a thousand years ago. She cast a furtive glance towards Sylvia and Maya. You guys were what, 16 or 17? You're, uh, more tricked out these days. Good way to put it, Sylvia thought. The two were massively fit. But she suspected her adrenaline was up for a different reason. The men practically vibrated with a bigger-than-life vitality and their beauty. Whoa, Nelly. Like, maybe they were aliens come to make pets out of them all, but they forgot to add a few imperfections to their person costumes. They were also too intense, too hungry, too appealing, and they activated a kind of implosion in the store of light, oxygen, sensations, and feelings. Everything gravitated toward them. Sylvia wanted to give them whatever they wished for, Simon in particular. He stared at her as if she were someone unspeakably dear to him. Her heart stretched in response, a soft ache that deepened with each step he took toward her. He wanted her adoration? He could have it. Her full attention? She was riveted. A tiny grain of consciousness asserted itself, however, mostly because she feared she looked like a drooling idiot. She got a hold of herself enough to peek at Maya, which relieved her some. Sylvia wasn't the only one caught up in the guy's appropriation of the place. Kate babbled earnestly, although nothing she said made a lick of sense. She might as well have been speaking Swahili. Since I'm married to one of you, Gabe says I've built up immunity. And thank goodness, because I see what's going on, and... Not to be a nosy Parker, but I don't think soliciting here is a great idea. Aside from Kate, however, the entire store seemed caught up in an emotional vortex, with Simon and Aiden at the center of it. Are you guys hungry? She managed, determined to overcome their collective catatonia, or at least pretend to overcome it. Her words came from some buried cache of normalcy she didn't actually feel, and her movements felt mechanical and forced, but she retrieved two small plates. What can I get you? Simon winced, and she felt his withdrawal. Ouch. He pushed his glasses up his nose to study offerings in the case. Aiden still stood by the door, clutching the handle, and Sylvia dimly perceived some torturous exchange underway between him and Maya. She decided she couldn't do anything about Aiden, but she'd make one last grab for control from the guy in front of her. She cleared her throat. It's Simon, right? I'm Sylvia. Aiden, whose eyes never left Maya, offered a gritty smile and said, You can call him Ishmael, which drew a withering look from his brother. Sylvia tore her attention away from Simon long enough to insist on Maya's help. Wake up, she grated. Maya's gaze dropped to the floor for several seconds, and she addressed Kate. Ishmael? she inquired. Kate, who'd been digging for her phone, answered over her shoulder as she marched toward the door with her cell engaged. First line, Moby Dick. Look it up. I'm going outside to make a call. Back in a sec. Sylvia returned her focus on Simon. I have a talent for choosing for people. What will make people happy? I mean, if you want help? He raised his gaze, and she became lost in it once again. She drew a deep breath and held it. Try the apple fritters, she squeaked. Done, Kate said as she re-entered the cafe. An apple fritter it is. 
What's Aiden having? She came to Sylvia's side, shouldered her out of the way, and put the plates back on the shelf. She grabbed a to-go bag. Aiden continued to concentrate on Maya, who had started to perspire. She backed up until she reached the counter behind her, which she gripped with both hands. Same, he murmured, frowning at Maya's shift away. Kate dropped two fritters into the sack and slid around the counter to hand them off. On the house, she announced brusquely as she offered the bag to Simon. He accepted it, but barely looked at her, and no one else moved. Thanks for coming by. Now, scoot, she tried, chewing the air with her hands. Still no response. She placed a hand on Simon's forearm. Simon, she pleaded. Reluctantly, Simon tore his attention from Sylvia to stare at Kate's hand on his arm. He fisted the bakery bag. Come on, Aiden. Time to go.